Adventures, everybody, and welcome to episode 94 of Books Cubed, the show where I chat with authors you should be reading. It is Thursday, March 18th, and I'm really excited to bring you another writing prompt show. So let's get right to it. I want to welcome everybody for the latest writing prompt show. Lisa and I are joined by Ginger Berg, who is a children's author, and we will be rolling the dice. She will be rolling the dice, and we're going to find out what genre we will be working in. If you are new to our rolling writing prompt shows, I can speak. Lisa and I are co-authors of a series of books called Roll a Prompt Writing Journals. If you're watching on the video, you can see we're holding it up right there. And um, it has 30 sets of elements inside each book. There are six in different genres. And they, with the roll of a dice, you can have over 6,000 prompts in a book. If you mix up different things on different pages, you have an unlimited supply of prompts, which really wasn't a good idea because no one's going to want to buy volume two of these books. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to switch things up. Anyway, so we are joined by uh, Ginger Berg today, and she is going to roll the dice since she is our guest. And first, we're going to find out what genre we are working in. So number one. Mystery. We're in mystery today. Okay, and Lisa will turn to a random page. So yeah, um, Ginger, I'll turn to a random page and I'll tell you um, what we're rolling for. Okay. So the first, the first thing we're going to roll for is a character. So when you give okay. me a number, I'll pick from our list. All right. It's one again. We have an alligator wrestler. <laughs> All right. So when you roll the second time, we're looking just, we're just going to include this word in our story. All right. Four. Memory. Memory. The last roll is for a scenario. Five. The car a car wash at midnight. Okay, <laughs> so uh, the genre is mystery. We have an alligator wrestler, the word memory, and a car wash at midnight is the scenario. So uh, like I always say, every time we do these, this is just a guide. You do not have to include any of these in your prompt. This is just to get your, uh, get your juices flowing and to get you in. If you can include them all though, <laughs> makes it all the more fun. And uh, I will set the timer. We will write for 20 minutes and then I will set the timer and beg for another 10. And then after that, we will, uh, when we're all done, we will read our stories and go from there. Awesome. So uh, everybody got everything written down? Yes. Yes. Okay, start. So Lisa's done. Who'd like to go first? I can. Okay, you want to go first? All right, that Ginger, way, we'll go first. I'm not going to compare my writing to you guys when you read it and be like, oh, this way it's just out there. <laughs> Never. All right. Never comparison. Nope. <laughs> All right. Sam woke with a throbbing headache and a gash on his arm. Where am I? He mumbled, looking for a light in the darkness. After some time spent fumbling and tripping on who knows what, he found a wall and moved his hands along it until he found a switch. 
The lights illuminated the area and he found he was in a car wash. He could now read his watch and saw it was just past midnight. What he still didn't know was how he got to a car wash at midnight or why his head was pounding. He also had no memory at all of anything that happened after he got off work that day. He remembered clocking out at 5 p.m. at Crocs a lot, a cheap rundown tourist trap where he wrestles alligators to amuse children and their families visiting Louisiana. He even remembers walking to his car, but after that, nothing until he came to in the car wash. Sam begins to look for a door as he racks his brain for any memory of that evening. He had planned to spend the evening fishing. Had he made it to the boat? Had he even driven out of the parking lot? Or had he, or had he been moved against his will? Fury began to boil over in him at this thought and he punched the locked door that he had found, but it refused to budge. His fury at being trapped mixed with his anger at the thought that he might have not been in control when he left the parking lot. Sam liked control. He found it soothing. That's why he loved wrestling alligators. The thrill of gaining control over what most found an uncontrollable animal gave him a high beyond anything his short attempt of drug experimentation in high school ever gave him. He growled again and banged on the next locked door he found, kicking it as well. Then a sickening thought hit him. Maybe someone knows. No, he dismissed the thought. No one could know. He was too careful. The more he thought about it, the more he felt sick. Why else would he be here? Someone knows. His senses came alive and he looked at his surroundings in a whole new light. Was someone here with him? More importantly, how do I get out, he thought, and fast. His fury began to subside as fear and desperation to escape took over. He finally found that he could lift the large garage style doors to the car wash just enough to wiggle out. The fresh air and freedom felt amazing to his lungs, but did nothing to clear the haze and confusion of how he got to the car wash. After he took a few deep breaths, he looked around and his heart dropped. He was back, back to where it had all started. There across the street, that was where he had first seen her, his first. That meant someone did know, but who? Sam's desire to flee took over and he ran into the woods behind the car wash. He had to get out of town before someone recognized him. His mind began to work, a car, he needed a car. He knew the area well enough that he began to mentally list all the barns and outbuildings in the area with old cars. One's far enough away from the houses that he could get it without being seen. He knew the best one, but couldn't go there. Charles might be home, and he would rather walk 100 miles to his new home than let Charles know he was in town or even alive. He was beginning to feel more in control now and relished in the feeling. The old Smith farm, that was where he would go. He found the keys to the truck under the visor. Good old Smith, so predictable. During the drive home, Sam went through every detail of yesterday. He could, every detail of yesterday he could remember. Did someone visit Crocs a lot that recognized him? More importantly, where was he going to move now? He normally spent months researching and planning out his moves methodically. Not this time. Someone had found him and he didn't even know who. He next debated if he would stay long enough to carry out his plans for Susan. Three months of watching, planning, and it was all about to be wasted. He was too careful to jump the gun, though. He laughed at the figure of speech. He never used a gun. It didn't give him that feeling of absolute control that he needed. No, only his hands could do that. 
that's all the farther I got. Oh, that was great. Wow. That was amazing. Thank you. Yes. You Are you going to keep so writing on that? I don't there. know. Maybe. I definitely got the wheels spinning. Yeah, I think you need to. Yeah, you packed a lot in there. I mean, we got the setting. We got his lots of his emotions the intrigue you dropped in like i love that little drop in like maybe somebody knows and i'm like like i mean like i'm sitting forward going what knows what knows what <laughs> yeah what was funny was as i was writing it it's like that came out and i still hadn't i didn't know what they knew yet it was just like like you said it was just like coming and it was awesome i've never done that before i really like that that is really cool that so was cool. that was yeah that that was really good you need to keep writing on that <laughs> because i think there's something there okay yeah i'll do that yeah really good yeah. most definitely all right lisa mirror you uh let me go okay uh, nowhere near as concise as ginger's but no me neither no okay ivan lingered by the time clock he waited and watched, tapping his foot to the machine's tick, tick, tick. When the gunmetal gray machine mounted to the break room wall slipped, slipped with a quick flick to 11 o'clock on the dot, Ivan pushed his card down until corporate teeth chewed through the paper. The job wasn't supposed to be a career, just something wild and reckless after high school, messing with the wildlife growing up near the Everglades. Seeing an alley, oh, no, messing with the wildlife period. Growing up near the Everglades, seeing an alligator was about as commonplace as a chihuahua. At times, Ivan was sure that the gators outnumbered those small companions when their other diet predilections were scarce. A favorite high school pastime was to head down to the lake with his brother, a year older, and their three best friends. They brought rope and two large fishnets and their BB guns for good measure. Turned out, Ivan had a real knack for drawing the round snouted beasts from the water. Hell, Chucky, Chicky, who was prone to donning nicknames on everyone, started calling him the Gator Whisperer. Ivan's memory was a little fuzzy around whatever happened to, the, to old Chicky. It had been 12 years since he heard his weaselly voice. A whole decade had escaped. He went from keeping, from roping gators with friends for fun to taking a job at the gator farm on the edge of the Everglades, wrestling the critters to throngs of sunburned tourists, windswept hair from the airboat rides. Cameras poised, just waiting for Leroy, the star, to take a chunk out of Ivan's arm. That would make someone's Insta go viral for sure. But here he was now, managing the damn place. Stuck wasn't quite the word, but he wasn't sure he chose this life or what he could do otherwise. After punching the clock, he grabbed his duffel and headed to, the, headed to his pickup. He noticed the mud, he, he noticed the mud was as thick as tar from his earlier off-roading. Couldn't even see out the back window. The nearby car wash was right next to McDonald's, so he figured he'd grab a burger for his ride home and give it a quick hit with the hose. The drive-thru was busier than normal for this hour, so it was close to midnight when he pulled into the bay. 
The mini onions from his burger dotted his chin as he put his coins into, in to get the water, in to get the hose going. It spurted out a little, coughed, then roared to full throttle. Ivan pointed it at his back window and watched the muck slide down the glass. He stepped closer to spray inside the bed, gnawing at his last bite of burger and crumpling up the wrapper. Peering over the wheel bed, he dropped the paper in horror as he looked at poor Leroy, bent in a god-awful position, covered in blood and the new mixture of mud and water. Leroy was the alligator? Yes. Oh, and he's man. dead in the back of his truck. Oh, that was good. That was good. I love the description of putting the time card in and the teeth gnawing. That was great. Mm-hmm. That was great. That was fun. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. you're poor up. Leroy. <laughs> poor Leroy. <laughs> Okay, uh, here's mine. I remembered this time that it was mystery. I usually forget what genre it is, but I forgot about the car wash. <laughs> oh, well. I even have it written at the top. At midnight? <laughs> did you at least put it at midnight? I did, actually. Okay. I, I didn't say that, but well, actually, it's 4 a.m. Oh, well. Okay, so <laughs> I'm a rebel. Okay, uh, Isabel, Isabel needed to stretch her legs. She clicked off the TV remote and tugged on her sandals. It was still warm out, despite the hour. Key West in July was always warm, no jacket required. She stuffed her wallet in the back pocket of her shorts and set out. No destination in mine. The island was quiet, but it was late, nearly 4 a.m. The only sounds coming from the green parrot, the drinkers getting in their last call before it closed up for the night. She skirted around the bikes racked up outside the bar, and took a left toward Truman Annex. On a night like this, she liked to sit on a bench on the pier and watch the water. Her occasional companion, a guy who worked the night shift at the Navy base. He liked to cast a couple lines in the water, hoping, always hoping to reel in a giant tarpon. Considering it was six feet from the dock to the water, she had no idea how he'd actually get one to shore. Above her, along the tree line road, tree-lined road, she could hear the chickens starting to crow. They'd be waking up and coming down from their nightly roosts soon. And after that, the island would start coming to life. But for now, the world was hers. As she approached her usual bench, bench, she could just make out a dark shape bent at the waist, could hear the whir of line racing out of the reel and the pole's owner grunting and offering up curses to the fishing gods, who didn't seem to be on his side tonight. Got one on, Isabel called. She got a grunt in reply. She dug her cell phone, dug out her cell phone, found the flashlight app, and then shined it down at the, at the water in front of them. Thanks. You're welcome, Isabel said. How long, she asked. Just now, he grunted back. Some nights she'd find the fisherman had been struggling for hours. Sometimes he'd just hook the fish on. She was always ready to snap photos of anything that might break the surface. Her dad had been an enthusiastic angler and had dubbed her the family's official fish recorder. He'd even bought her a camera. She'd been seven. Damn, the fishing pole snapped up and Isabel caught sight of the snap line flapping at the top of the pole. Oh no. He turned to flash her a grin. Bastard got me. Then he dropped the useless pole and reached for the spare. Watch out, he warned. Isabel, 
Isabel backed up so he could cast. It's a hit, he yelled. The fish must have snagged the bait as soon as it hit the water. Damn, it's a monster, he yelled, his hand winding up the line. Light it up, he shouted. Isabel moved back to the water's edge, aimed her cell phone's flashlight down, and screamed. The fish was wearing, the fish on the man's line was wearing a t-shirt and missing a leg. It was a dead body. <laughs> oh my God, your descriptions. Yes. Were amazing. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Um, loved. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I could follow everything, all of uh, everything that you said um, was so spot on, you know, having, having been to Key West and yeah, we both used uh, to live there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and one of the lines that really jumped at me that I loved was for now, the time was hers. Like, I just, I just love that. And you could sense this kind of solitude of being out at that hour and how she just owned, she owned the, the environment. I loved it. Yeah. And my husband used to work the night shift. <laughs> He'd get up at four in the morning and I'd go pick him up. And uh, the green parrot was just closing up. The roosters were just starting to come down out of the trees. And I would go sit on the water there. You know, you go all the way down Truman and next to the water with the boat where the Coast Guard boat is. And he would be fishing for tarpon. And and uh, sometimes, usually, there was nobody there, but a drunk who couldn't take photos for him. <laughs> Poor guy. So sometimes I'd go, you know, and help out. But, but yeah, so the memory actually was more my memory than hers. But anyway. <laughs> awesome, it's so cool. Yeah, so unique. It's great. Oh, this was fun. Oh, my God. I, I loved everybody's stuff tonight. Yeah. I loved how diverse it was too. It really was. Yeah. You know, we each had, we all had the same thing and we each took it in a different direction. And uh, it, we all kind of had the mystery element to it. I think if I yeah, had more. You have, you have a dead body. Yeah. The dead body and. Dead body is probably a tourist with some, one of those crazy tourist trap t-shirts on. <laughs> yeah. And then I have a dead gator. And Ginger had a um, serial killer? killer. We're not really sure. <laughs> I think he's the killer. <laughs> I mystery. yeah. We don't know what he even is. <laughs> I think there's a lot to work with there, you know, so. and that uh, you need to play with that some more, and definitely let us know um, if that does end up as a book. But you do Hello. have books out. You are yes. a children's author. So tell everybody yes, about your children's book. very different than what I just wrote. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so where can they, what, what, what is your book and where, they, where can they find it? Um, so my book is called My Patchwork Family. It's actually about uh, my own family and our journey through foster care and adoption and how our family was stitched together. Wow. And you can actually find it on Amazon. So if you just look for My Patchwork Family, um, yeah, it was really fun to write, but very different because that was based on, I, it's sort of like yours with your own family and your own memories. And so uh, my book is just based on our family. It's written from my oldest son's perspective, which is kind of fun. My oldest biological son. So you get to kind of see through his eyes how the family grew and stuff like that. So Very cool. That I like awesome. that. We'll put a link in the show notes if you are interested in the book. Sounds good. So awesome. yeah. You'll have to let me know if you read it, what you think of it. I always like people's perspectives. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for coming on today. 
this was tons of fun and we got to wrap it up because everybody's got to go have dinner. Awesome. <laughs> have a good night. And we'll see you again next time, everybody. Great to meet you, Ginger. You too. As always, so much fun. You can check out our Roller Prompt Writing Journal series on Amazon, Kobo, and Barnes and & Noble. And I'll have links in the show notes. And uh, that's about it. If you have any comments or want to suggest books for a future um, show, I would appreciate it. Drop down to that link down there where it says comment. It will take you over to the YouTube channel and you can tell me what books I need to be reading. I would appreciate it. I always need a good new read. Uh, let's see, uh, audio, ebook, or paperback, doesn't matter. I use them all. So that's it for now. I'll see you next time. Go read a good book. Mm -hmm.